Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today Breakfast Briefing. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Tuesday the 5th of October and as usual with all the information contained in this briefing it is general advice only so please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor and if you're reading this uh, you can always pause the PowerPoint slide here and read our disclaimer in full and if you're listening on a podcast you can head on over to our website, marcustoday.com.au, and read the disclaimer there. And if you're listening or watching this and you're not yet a member of the Marcus Today community, why not sign up for a 14-day free trial and have a look at the newsletter and see what we have to offer. All right, well, uh, last night in the U.S., all reverse all engines. Unfortunately, we saw a big sell-off in the U.S. markets, especially in NASDAQ technology stocks under pressure on higher interest rates, although the 10-year yield wasn't exactly flying through the roof, but we did see some serious selling of some of those technology stocks, especially Facebook, which has suffered an outage of WhatsApp and Instagram. So all those cat videos that you're really looking forward to watching, you won't be able to watch for some time. Uh, As a result, we have the Dow Jones down at 324 points, or 0.94%, to just shy, or just over 34,000, 34,003. The Nasdaq, though, really suffering big time last night, down 2.14%, 311 points to 14,255. Those big technology stocks being sold off. Facebook very much in the spotlight on those outages. Also, the whistleblower uh, issues that are surrounding Facebook and one or two other issues that are not making Mr. Zuckerberg look particularly good at the moment. The S&P 500 closed down 1.3%, 57 points to 4,300 dead. And as you can imagine, the VIX index on the back of all this volatility, shall we say negative volatility anyway, was up 5.6% to 22.96. Our SPY <coughs> futures, excuse me, are down 68 points to 71.76, down 0.94%. So all that gain of yesterday, potentially, well, at least most of it is going to be eradicated today. So once again, volatility to the max. Some bright spots, though, especially in the energy stocks. We had Brent crude up 2.5%, $1.98, 81.26 for Brent crude. WTI up $1.74, 2.29%, 77.62. Even gold got in on the act, up $9.20 to 17.67, spot 6.0, up half a percent. Iron ore, though, not doing much. China, of course, closed for this week for Golden Week holiday, down 80 cents, 117.80. But certainly that oil price rise is really hurting the markets at the moment. Seen as inflationary, we're seeing gas prices rise uh, exponentially in Europe. Coal prices hitting record highs. So energy costs through the roof at the moment, which is feeding into this inflation story. And people now starting to come to the belief that maybe the Federal Reserve isn't correct in terms of that transitory inflation, that this is more now a permanent part of the landscape, in which cases rates will have to rise. That's certainly upsetting those technology stocks, which have a valuation which is somewhat um, bubble-like in places, and also with higher rates, uh, that does affect the valuation of those tech stocks. And of course, Facebook outages. I think that's the first time I can ever remember that Facebook has gone down Uh, That is certainly playing on investors' minds there. In other commodities last night, we had copper up 2.02, nickel down 0.3, aluminium up 2.2, zinc up 1.3, lead up 0.33, 
and tin up 1.8%. BHP and Rio in the US, we have BHP down 0.35, Rio down 0.37. So nothing very exciting there. In other resource stocks overseas, Freeport McMoran down 0.4, Alcoa down 1.2, Techcom up 4.6, and Vale down 2.2% there. Here you can see the S&P last night, uh, pretty much down and drop. Uh, Of course, uh, we've also got the added complication of that debt ceiling. October the 18th is now the new deadline, and Joe Biden saying that uh, the U.S. economy would be hit by a meteorite if the debt ceiling was not raised and that they need to get this done. So that's certainly weighing on investors' minds, plus that uh, energy price rises, of course, COVID as usual. And, and now we've got the Facebook and the technology bubble and higher rates to consider as well. So expect volatility to continue for some time to come. October, of course, is always an interesting month. We have had a one or two issues with October in the past. As far as uh, the stories go this morning, uh, coming out from the weekend and yesterday, of course, it was a public holiday in New South Wales yesterday. Uh, NASDAQ falling 2%. That's tech sell-off continues. Uh, Facebook is the worst outage since 2008. We also yesterday saw Evergrande. The shares were suspended from trading and uh, there are some deals going on in the background. One property developer, uh, the property management side could be bought by another property company. And China stepping up those efforts to ring-fence Evergrande rather than save it or at least mitigate the problems by merging parts of it with other businesses as well. US Airlines see COVID-related losses exceeding $200 billion. And RBNZ, the Royal Reserve Bank of New Zealand, set to raise rates as the Delta outbreak shackles the economy. And Biden and top Dems to regroup this week to salvage the two top pillars of his agenda after the deadlock. Uh, this is um, ridiculously stupid politics happening in the US at the moment with the debt ceiling and all this stimulus. Here we are in October and uh, Biden got elected in January and still really deadlocked there. Uh, Christmas at risk, a supply chain disruption disaster set to get worse. And US plans to launch new China trade talks but keep tariffs in place. I'm not sure what they're going to try and achieve there if they're not going to change the rules. And Fauci has praised the Merck COVID pill, seeing hope it can open new front in US pandemic response. And the energy crisis is coming to the US this winter. National gas prices surging. The same happening in Europe as well. If we get a particularly cold winter, things are going to get pretty nasty, especially in the UK, where things are already pretty nasty with those uh, massive petrol shortages uh, on the back of a lack of lorry drivers. And the US is very concerned, very concerned, Prime Minister, over China's provocative military activity near Taiwan. As far as our market goes today, what's happening, what's on? We've got an RBA meeting today. 2.30, as usual. We've got the ANZ job ads for September and the August trade balance as well. And Reserve Bank of New Zealand is expected to begin tightening rates this week. Uh, Facebook, WhatsApp and Instagram suffer those outages. Facebook fell 5.1%. I think it cost Mark Zuckerberg 9 billion US dollars. I'm sure he won't miss that. Amazon down 2.9%. Apple down 2.5%. The NYSE New York Stock Exchange Fang Plus Index 
was down around 3%, and its hip to be square was down 5.45%. So that's obviously going to have a big effect on our afterpay here, and therefore the all tech index, which is dominated by afterpay. Lots of talk about uh, rising rates in the US, but 10 year bond rates really pretty mundane, really. 1.48%, Australia 1.48, back to parity there. They did blip above 1.5%. In the US briefly, Germany minus 0.22. And the ANZ CEO has backed plans to rein in house prices. The ACMI is circling Eagle Downs project, which is owned by South 32. And European coal futures rose to a 13-year high. And physical thermal coal prices were at record highs as well. And Matthew Tripp, one of the big gurus in the sports betting environment and part of the betmakers kind of fold, is shaping up as a buyer potentially for the Western Australian TAB, which could be worth around a billion dollars. So whether that includes Betmakers or whether it's just Matthew Tripp on his own, we wait and see. But Betmakers, of course, did have that tilt at Tabcorp uh, in terms of their wagering business there, which came to pretty much nothing, to be honest. Oxford Economics cuts Chinese growth forecast for the fourth quarter to 3.6 from 5%. And Evergrande news, I'm sure there's going to be more out today. Hobson Development plans to acquire a 51% stake in the property management unit. And Bank of America says digital assets are now too big to ignore. The aggregate market value of the digital asset ecosystem has reached 2.1 trillion US dollars. Question of the day today, do you trade cryptocurrencies? A simple one. So do you trade cryptocurrencies? That's it for me today. Thanks very much for listening. Head on over to the Facebook discussion group. We'd love to have your thoughts, ideas, or insights over there. It's a fantastic group. Three and a half thousand members. Members helping members is our mantra over there. And don't forget, if you're a technical analysis kind of person, Head on over to uh, the website today, www.marcustoday.com.au. You can register for Chris's chart chat on Thursday, lunchtime there, and ask the analyst next Friday the 15th, Friday the 15th at 5 p.m. with myself talking all the stocks that you want answered, uh, questions answered about, and uh, we'll look at uh, three or four stocks beforehand that uh, we think are pretty interesting. So ask the analyst next Friday, Chris's chart chat on Thursday. If you're watching this on a video or if you're listening to this on a podcast and you're not yet a member of the fantastic Marcus Today community, head on over to our website, marcustoday.com.au and you can sign up there for a free 14-day trial. That's it from me today. I hope it's not too bad today, but have a great day.